with Marilyn and Sarah. And I want to thank all you wonderful partners. And I know Sarah does. We love you. We appreciate you. We pray for you daily. And I want to share a testimony. I love this. Jessica had a problem with her father. He lost his job. But she said God got to her first and told him that, told her that he would meet her need. So you need to pick up the phone and call us. Let us pray for any special needs. You know, I think it's important that we share faith with one another. So I'm excited about this. And Sarah, who is our guest today? We have a great guest. And, you know, Mom, I want to just really affirm that sometimes when, when we have struggles in our, our hearts, our situations, our lives, those are opportunities. Uh, struggles are opportunities for God to come in and do incredible things. So hop on the phone, get on the website. No matter what the need is in your life, no matter what you're struggling with, it might be a financial need, it might be a physical need, it might be a relationship issue or a family issue. No matter what it is, we like to pray. We know that God answers prayer and it's an honor for us to get to pray with you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. And in just a few moments, we're going to be joining this incredible interview that we have with Deborah Pagay. We love Deborah Pagay. We've known her for like over 10 years. She is a very, very powerful woman, and she will help you to really uh, see some of the cool things, the upgrades that God can have for you. So I want you to put down your remote control. Maybe you DVR'd this, which would be fantastic. But let's settle in right here and really press in to see what does God have for you in terms of an upgrade in your life? You're like, well, how could God upgrade me where I am? Maybe in my health, my finances. But in what ways could God upgrade you? Sarah Bowling, Living Genuine Love, is on a mission to connect everyone with the heart of God. With a passion for the Bible and the gift of teaching, Sarah brings a new perspective to articulate God's life-giving revelation to our modern moment. God's heart relentlessly reaches all our hidden places and changes us from the inside out. And Living Genuine Love is equipping people with resources and tools that empower them to walk in this intimate relationship with God. Sarah is a powerful scholar and spirit-led teacher with a gift and passion that takes her many places around the world to bring lasting change to each of us who are craving the transformative love of God. At Living Genuine Love, we're committed to seeing you walk in a vibrant relationship with God every day. Learn more about Sarah Bowling and her ministry, Living Genuine Love, by visiting sarahbowling.org or call us at 800-627-1995. Thank you so much for joining today with Marilyn and Sarah. We are thrilled to have you with us. And I'm totally thrilled to introduce to you one of our cool, favorite, all-time favorite friends, Deborah Smith-Pagay. Thank you so much, Deborah. Good to see you guys again. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> totally love having you. And um, not everybody in our audience is familiar with you. So could you give us a quick like little bio? And then we're going to jump into your cool book, Lead Like a Woman. Yes, I'm Deborah Pagay. I was born in the South. I've been married 42 years to a wonderful man. That's the most important thing in my life next to God. <laughs> I have no children. I'm a CPA by training and have MBA in finance. And, uh, and when I was 56 years old, I decided to stop being a, a VP or a CFO in corporate America. And I went full time to speaking and writing and, and teaching the word for, the, for, for God. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you started off in the South. Yes, I did. Where, where, where in? I knew Tyler, Texas, yep. in East Texas. Mm -hmm. 
And, uh, and I've always loved the word of God. I started memorizing the word of God when I was about eight or nine years old. Wow. Yeah. And then later on, I got some, my hands on some good materials from a certain person we know. Right. And yes, really. Yeah. And You're I wonderful. remember Thank that big you. notebook you had, yeah. <laughs> the Bible encounter. Right. That, that was my Bible for a long time. Really? Yeah. It was just how to read the you Bible. And so, me. Good, oh, good. yeah. And, I, and that upgraded version you did was just awesome. But I, so that's, <laughs> that's me. I, I, I love the word of God. I love teaching it. I love uh, teaching people how to walk it out. Yeah. So that's my passion in life. Yeah. You know, you might be watching right now and maybe you're struggling with having a passion for the Bible, being interested in the word. In fact, I had one of my friends tell me that a couple of months ago. He's like, you know, I really struggle to read my Bible, find it interesting, engaging. We just want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that you would have a passion for the word of God, because seriously, the word of God does not return void, empty. It's very effective, <laughs> really, really effective in our lives. And so, Deborah, one of the things I love about your book, Lead Like a Woman, is it's very biblically grounded. Absolutely. What caused you to write this? Well, so many women are ascending into positions of leadership, uh, but also women just lead, period. Let me just define leadership. Leadership is influence. So we're not just talking about women in corporate America by no means. We're talking about women who uh, influence their homes or in the community. If you're an influencer, you are a leader. So I wanted to have some guidelines because there are still too many women who feel that they have to lead like a man to be uh, taken seriously, and you don't. Mm -hmm. And so I always say we were born to lead, and I'm sure we'll get into it, but God has given us just certain traits that position us to excel in leadership. And I wanted to highlight those so that women are comfortable bringing their entire womanhood to the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, too, some women um, don't do that well. <laughs> don't bring that womanhood to the table. Right. Or, or they, they, they try to be somebody that they're not. Well, they think that's the expectation because, see, we've been socialized to think that leadership was a man's domain. So we feel if we're going to excel, we got to act like a man. We got to be cold and uncaring. And, you know, we got to be stoic and, and we got to just say, you do this because I said it. And what they've learned over the years is that what women bring to the table, people are much more engaged now in, in corporate America, engaged in church. When you have a person that says, I want to include everybody, mm. you know, that, that these these traits work. And they've done studies. Harvard University has done studies. Everybody's done studies and it, it, it all comes back to the same thing. That woman's style of leadership is what's more profitable. And they have found too, that when there's a woman in charge or even on the board, the companies have a higher bottom line. Hmm. Yes. And you have that in your book. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, man. And yet we're still underrepresented because many of us just don't just get out there and do it because we don't think we can, but we can. We're, mm -hmm. we're born to lead. We're born to lead. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> What would you say to somebody who might be afraid, afraid to lead? So, but I think sometimes that whole lead thing, I mean, that's like a massively charged word. Well, you know what? But listen, I don't think of it. If that word trips you out, just think about influence. I'm adding value. I, I, I lead my family. Now that's a hard charge. Mm. <laughs> and sometimes some of them are critical. But first of all, if you've been called, then you know God is with you. You're already equipped. He's able to make every, all his grace abound towards you. I love that. God is able to make all of his divine empowerment abound towards you so that you are sufficient for every task. I don't like to hear people say, I'm not qualified for that. Oh, yes, you are. You are. If God has called you to do it, you don't have to limit him to what's on paper in terms of degrees and credentials. Mm -hmm. Show up. 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm getting bigger and bigger every day on showing up. Mm-hmm. And show off. Yes. That, and then, you know what? It's just like, okay, God, you're on. Because yeah. I've had too many experiences where I, I, was, I was in situations where I just didn't know the answer. And I just start praying like, please, Lord, say something. <laughs> Speak, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he would. And I, one situation, the response was so profound. I, w- I was like almost impressed myself. I'm like, ooh, that's pretty good, God. And you know what? <laughs> and, and, and the man said, where'd you learn all that? And I said, right, I wanted to say, right here, right now. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. And I just want to encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy of Lead Like a Woman. This is a very, very practical, helpful resource to help you um, consider how to lead well and lead in your strengths. And, you know, Deborah, the other thing too is like some people watching, they don't have a family, but they could quote lead or influence in terms of like a book club. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. A community group. Yes. A PTO involved in school, Absolutely. something, a volunteer situations. I mean, remember um, our friend that worked for United Way for how many years? And oh, she yeah. was an, a powerful, powerful leader. Right. And so I think sometimes we have these ideas of leadership and we just kind of pigeonhole ourselves with it. Yeah, well, that's why I wanted to highlight specific traits that God has empowered you with. So you recognize that as a leadership trait. For instance, women are great collaborators. Hmm. We, we, yeah, we know that all of us is not as smart as the one of us, none of us is as smart as all of us. So when we get together and we talk, right. see, we don't have to ride in like the Lone Ranger. I'm it. And, and I don't need any input. Mm-hmm. See, that's a great thing. That's that's the essence of a team is that respecting what other people bring to the table. Mm-hmm. That's a female trait. They've decided that that was a female trait that you don't find a lot of men just necessarily collaborating. But we're but we're and here's the thing, Sarah. God has given us these traits and that we have to embrace them and say, yes, that's who I am. But if we if we overdo them, they become liabilities. Right. So if you're a collaborator, you get to the point where if you overdo it, then you won't make a decision on your own. I need everybody's buy-in before I make the decision. Now it's become a liability. I love this story in 2 Samuel 20, the, the wise woman of Abel. Uh, Joab was coming <laughs> right. there. I know you right, just love the right. Bible. I, I love it, yeah. <laughs> But Joab was coming to this city to destroy because he was just looking for one right. fugitive. And she says, Joab, come over here and talk to me. What are you doing? You know, and, and he said, listen, I'm, I'm, she said, don't, don't, don't you destroy our city. This is God's city. And, and you know what he said? He said, I'm not trying to destroy the city. I just want this guy. She said, all right, we'll throw his head over. I'm thinking, right. who put you in charge? She was leading. But you know what? She went to the people and then she collaborated. Sometimes right. when you're a woman in leadership, sometimes you got to make an independent decision based on what God is telling you to do. And you don't have time to collaborate. Mm-hmm. You see, but she went to the people and she said, listen, if we throw his head over, our city would be saved. And the city was saved. Next thing we know, the head's going over the wall. <laughs> and, and, the and everybody's safe. safe right? Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. one of those traits that we come to, we bring to the table. We're mm-hmm. nurturers. We're also nurturers. You know, oh, we, yeah. we nurture the development. We want to see you excel. We want to see you grow. Right. That's a female trait. They've decided right. that that's a female trait. Hmm. You know what? Because I mean, how, I mean, and, and, and listen, we're not bashing men. Men and women have to work together. Right. I want to say oh, that a zillion goodness. times. Yes. I love this. In the garden, when God told Adam and Eve, when he told Adam and Eve to go and be fruitful and multiply, neither one of them could do that alone. <laughs> he couldn't say, I'm going to do it my way. She says, I'm going to do it my way. No, they had to work together. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to that's do. Cool. Mm-hmm. And that's what this book is about. How do we work together? How do we understand each other and come mm-hmm. together and do God's will together? Mm-hmm. 
And it's not a man bashing book. Not at all. At all. Not no. in, even no. close. So hop on the phone, get on your website. And I just encourage you, don't just get one, get several copies because you probably have friends that are like, hey, I think this would be a great resource for you. The other thing I really like in this book, and it was very appealing to me, is Deborah has done a great job interviewing lots and lots of different people from all different kinds of walks of life. So it's not just all these Christian leaders or not just all corporate mm -hmm. leaders or, or, you know, all these like political, but she kind of salts and peppers these interviews throughout each of the chapters. And it's very, very powerful and very, very practical. And, you know, you might be watching right now and maybe you've had, you've been a leader and you've had a train wreck, right? <laughs> you totally blew it. And you're like, I'm never doing that again. We want to pray for you. Because sometimes our failures can be the catapult for our greatest successes, right? So I want you to hop on the phone. I want you to get on the website. We want to pray for you. Wherever you've had failure, like in leadership, or you didn't do it right, or it's just it's an insecurity and a fear for you now, hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. And when you do, grab your copy of Lead Like a Woman. This will be a helpful, helpful resource. And it also encourages you to grow and kind of improve and mature. So we make new mistakes, <laughs> not the same ones that we did in the past. We're gonna come back in just a few seconds and you don't wanna miss this interview, it's extremely powerful. Every day, whether they're competing in the business world or serving in a nonprofit, women hear that they're not enough. For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Lead Like a Woman by Fortune 500 executive Deborah Smith Paget. In this empowering book, you will learn to embrace 12 traits that can help you excel as a leader, like develop confidence while sharpening your professional and relational skills, let go of unproductive thoughts and habits that sabotage your success, create a transformative and inclusive organization, and more. We will also send you Sarah's book, Your Friendship with Holy Spirit, and Marilyn's Success and Victory Teaching CD. For your gift of $69 or more, we will include the Spirit-Filled Life Bible for Women. This Bible presents the timeless truths of God's Word and offers wisdom from some of the most respected women in the body of Christ. Walk boldly down your path of leadership. Call or click today. I don't have enough nutrition. I might starve. I live where there are little resources. I don't have a safe place to deliver my baby. We live in a war zone. And then saving Moses. Saving Moses gives me a safe place to sleep at night. Saving Moses provided someone to help me deliver my baby safely. Welcome back. You're going to love this today. You know, there are some things that just change your life. When you hear Deborah Paget share today, as a woman, it's going to put you in the sky. And as a man, it's going to help you to help the woman get in the sky. So I like that so much about your book. And I like this, that you don't know how to give up. Absolutely. You know not. how to win. 
<laughs> that's what I think is so important because a lot of times women just throw it aside. Oh, well, nobody accepts me. So what am I going to do? So, you know, uh, I wasn't accepted, but I knew lost people. And so I went to where the lost were. And really, it's the lost that put me on television and did my ministry. They got born again. Marilyn, that's why you've been such an inspiration, because you didn't wait for somebody to hand you a position. No. You just stepped out there, and, and that's what women need to see. I've never heard you do a male bashing sermon <laughs> or no, teaching. No, no but you, you did that. And, because, and that's what we have to understand, that an obstacle doesn't mean that we should stop. Uh, persistence is so important because that's how we build strength. Exactly. I always like to say building persistence and, and faith is just like going to the gym. You do it by constantly resisting pressure. That's how you build muscles. And that's how you build spiritual muscle by constantly resisting. If you give up, you know, you're not going to develop by giving up. And so you're just going to have to set your face like a flint and decide whatever God has called me to do. I'm well able to do it because he is with me. And that's the part that builds confidence to know that I am, I have the spirit of, a, of God in me who knows everything, who's always present and he's all powerful. Now he doesn't make me know everything, but he gives me what I need to know for the when moment. I need to know. it. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why we got to always just keep pushing forward. And you know, the opposite side of that, sometimes as women though, we can persist so much until we just be, start to enabling people because we tolerate mediocrity. There comes a time when you got to let people go, but God will let you know when that is. In the meantime, just keep at it. Just keep at it. Resist the pressure. Resist the pressure and know that it's building you. That's my mindset towards uh, adversity. It's building me. It's working together for my good. You know, that's what I do. And I think this about women. They tend to look where there is a need <coughs> and they don't give up easily. Right. And so I think when I got into the ministry, uh, I wanted to reach lost people. And lost women over a cup of coffee, cookie, and a Bible got born again. So I didn't start with church or anybody saying, oh, you can sing. If I sang, they would leave. <laughs> <laughs> and you never considered yourself less, less than a pastor. You know, it's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just this. Sarah and I were talking earlier how I used to say, well, I'm just a teacher. You know, I'm not one of these fine brimstone, you know, tell your neighbor it, 10 times you love them or whatever, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just a teacher. So I learned to stop minimizing because that's what we often do as women. We minimize what we bring to the table. We don't have to flaunt it. We just need to know that it's good. Like Proverbs 31 says, she perceiveth oh, that her merchandise is good. <laughs> right. I like that so much. <laughs> I love it. Don't you love Proverbs? Oh, I do. It helps do. men and women. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, it does when you know it. And, and, and therefore you don't have to bash men. You don't have to try no. to exalt yourself above them no, and say, no. oh, women do this, but men don't do that. It's like, no, we're working together because men are learning from women and women are learning from men. Oh, very much yeah. so. Because what they did find is that we're not very confident, you know, and I always say, well, understand what the word confident means with trust. That's what it means with trust. You don't want to be self-confident. That's a worldly pursuit. So right, self is too right. limited. But when you have supreme confidence, you show up differently. You show up knowing that I'm, you're empowered. And that makes a whole world of difference. It makes a difference in what you pursue. You don't think anything's too hard when God's told you to do it. And women look for a need. Yeah, we need. Yeah, we love. And, and yeah, we look for a need and we feel it. And we, we do. want to feel it. Yeah. And, and we feel good doing it. You know, we do. It's so rewarding to meet a need. And so consider yourself a leader when you do that. You say we just got to have a we have a uh, we need a paradigm shift. 
because society <laughs> says, you know, men lead. And so we've bought into it as well. We don't have to be culturized to do that. We can just say, I'm going to step back. What does God say? Look at Deborah in the scriptures, you know, just oh, an all around woman, uh, a leader who actually went into battle. Right. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, she's braver than I would have been. <laughs> but she knew she could do it because she knew who was inside of her empowering her. And that's a good thing. Well, I, th I think sometimes women think they're inferior because they've been told things like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's so true now, especially in the States. I never feel that. Well, m many do because, in, and, and we, 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 we don't ask. And a lot of times the things you see we don't get, we don't ask. So when you look at the fact that only 6% of the companies in the Fortune 500 have women CEOs, 6%. There's like 30 of the 500 women who head up Fortune 500 companies, only 30 of them are, are, are women, only 30 women. So we have a long ways to go, but we've, we've come a long ways. There used to be none, <laughs> but we've come a long way. And you know what? And we're, and we're coming to the table. Many of us, the, I'm encouraging Christian women to come to the table. Yes, I'm a woman. I don't have to dress like a man, look like a man, act no, like a man, yell like a man. No. I can still bring my womanhood to the table and I don't bring it in a sexy way. I don't, am I going to be known for being sexy or serious? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So, you know, you, bring, you you can be modest. You don't have to look like a hag, but you don't want to bring the sexy thing because, you know, that's that's worldly. You know, what, how are you, what are you using to get ahead? Well, and where are you trying to lead them? <laughs> Not to the bedroom. <laughs> You're trying to lead them into the word yeah. and to perform what right. God has for them. Right. And he, and you just got to know that he's there to do that. So I've taken on assignments even in the last couple of years or so that I just felt totally unqualified for. I was at a conference and a woman came up to me and she said, I'm studying for the CPA exam and I'm a nervous wreck. Why are you a nervous wreck? Just because I might, I said, see, that's the problem right there. Women don't get outside of that circle of my, what my training has been in my education. The studies show that a woman won't apply for a job unless she has 90% of the qualifications or pretty much all of them. A man will apply if he has 50%. When they see the word required, they read desired <laughs> in terms of qualifications. Oh, I don't have to have that. You know, that's, that's just, that's what they want, but that's not what, you know, I can, I can still show up. And so a woman won't take a job unless she has this perfect resume. We got to get out of that. We got to give God an opportunity to, to bridge that gap between what's required and what knowledge we need. And you share that. In I do. Here. I do. Yeah. And I've been and in that space. that's very important. It's very yeah. important. You yeah. got to get the book. I'm serious. <laughs> get three or four. You know other women who need this too. Right? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. lots of women who need that. But I, yeah. And you, are you about to say something, Sarah? Yeah. I think there are women who are watching right now and you're, you feel insecure you don't, you're like, I don't have that confidence. <laughs> you're like, well, I don't, you know, I, I don't belong at that table. I can't fit in that, that space. We want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that God would put confidence in you. The other thing, some of you watching, you have, you've given up, you've quit. You mm -hmm. like just kind of turned, rolled over. I'm dead. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm done with this. And you need to kind of have a fresh boost of persistence. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you on those things as well. You know, Deborah, too, I think another thing in terms of being confident as a woman, there's also some, we can go on the other side of that, too, and that can be a problem. How would you speak to being, like, overconfident? Yeah. Well, that's mean you have, you have too much faith in yourself. You say, I pulled myself up by my bootstraps. No, you didn't. Whatever you've achieved is because of the grace of God. Exactly. I am what I am by the grace exactly. of God. You got to always remember that because when you start to walk in pride, God knows how to humble you. So, I mean, I'm always asking God, let me just make sure I exalt you and not me. Because a lot of times when you've excelled and then you become like the queen bee, you know, the queen bee doesn't let anybody else into the hive. You don't let other women in. And that's one of the mm -hmm. things we can't, we got to not have. 
Because right. a lot of women do that. I've achieved. I don't want anybody else in my circle. I don't want any other women threatening my circle. All right. Mm -hmm. And so you don't want to do that. You want to bring other women in. Listen, uh, an accolade for Marilyn is not a strike against me. If I light her candle, it doesn't dim mine. So we got as we excel and come into these positions of authority, we got to make sure that we bring other women in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we we affirm them. We, affirm we them. empower them. We validate. Say, hey, and cheer for them. Right. Yes. Instead of competing with them and share our networks. I mean, I'm, I'm always having a class on how to if I learn how to do something, I make notes. Then I may just have a Zoom class with my friends and say, this is how you do this. This is how you excel on Zoom. This, these are the do's and don'ts. I want to make sure that other people are empowered with knowledge mm -hmm. because I believe that's my role. God doesn't give you a platform just for you. Well, and I think one thing that's very important is that a lot of times we think, well, I've got to have 20 minutes to speak. And I find any, any opportunity is an, a, can be a God opportunity. So if they say you have five minutes, wonderful. I can do a lot with five minutes. You have one minute, wonderful. I can do a lot with one minute. So looking at what you get and seeing God bless it, and multiply it again and again and again. And I want to encourage you out there. What if you fall on your face the first time you do something? Get up and remember, you've got still got your face and you can do it again. Marilyn, that was such a, an awesome point because a lot of women don't know how to get to the point. And you just made it. That is so critical. Learn it how is. to get to the point. It is. Thank you so much. And I'm telling you, God has amazing things for you to encourage and empower you today. Every day, whether they're competing in the business world or serving in a nonprofit, women hear that they're not enough. For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Lead Like a Woman by Fortune 500 executive Deborah Smith Pagay. In this empowering book, you will learn to embrace 12 traits that can help you excel as a leader, like develop confidence while sharpening your professional and relational skills, let go of unproductive thoughts and habits that sabotage your success create a transformative and inclusive organization, and more. We will also send you Sarah's book, Your Friendship with Holy Spirit, and Marilyn's Success and Victory Teaching CD. For your gift of $69 or more, we will include the Spirit-Filled Life Bible for Women. This Bible presents the timeless truths of God's Word and offers wisdom from some of the most respected women in the body of Christ. Walk boldly down your path of leadership. Call or click today. It's such an honor to have you with us today. And Deborah, would you please pray for our audience? Pray that we would be godly leaders and particularly for our women in the audience. Thank you, Sarah. It's my pleasure. Listen, ladies, we're all called to lead. We're women of influence. And so right now, let's just go before the throne and confirm what God has already told us. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that you have called us for such a time as this. Lord, you know that we need women's influence in the world. You've given us certain traits, God, that position us. You've made us those servant-hearted women, those collaborators. You've made us, God, what we all that we need to be. And so right now, Lord, we just ask that you would give us the courage to step out and to, and to just, Lord, to stand 
stand on your word. We ask God that we will accept these assignments, God, with, with glee, Lord, because we know that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. And Lord, we know that our sufficiency isn't come, doesn't come from ourselves, that you're not limited by our education or our experience, but God, we can show up and you can show yourself strong. So I pray right now, God, that we will begin to walk in supreme confidence, that we will reject worldly ways. We will reject the fears that come to tell us that we're not good enough. And Lord, that we will lead like a woman. God, help us to bring every trait that you've given us to the table for your glory. And we thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for watching today. You know, we so appreciate our guest and the wisdom that she has presented to you. So we pray that God will just bless you with this knowledge that you will see it working in your life in a powerful way. God bless you.